Hello, listeners. This is Keith, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a big shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at MidnightSyndicate.com. And we'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sound you hear throughout our podcast. You can check them out at www.youtube.com forward slash Sword Coast Soundscapes. Also, check out our website at DieByTheSwordPodcast.com and get connected with the community by following us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Contact us at DieByTheSwordPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. And now, let's get into this week's episode. been like uh two months since we've gotten together to record what have you guys been up to 347 years ago <laughs> i wish i could say something cool but yeah i'm trying <laughs> yeah. to think like uh, being an adult i hated every second of it <clears throat> yeah yeah that's pretty much yeah same I haven't been on any vacations or anywhere cool. Haven't been in any commercials or anything. <laughs> no, haven't done that. <laughs> well, John and I traveled. But then after we got back, I started rehearsals for a show. That show has now run its one weekend performances and is done. And we love Jeffrey. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey the Bat. No, I thought you meant you were in that Dahmer thing. Everyone's talking about it. <laughs> uh, you know, the funny thing is that uh, I've been hearing a lot about the Dahmer thing, and I'm like, you know, the most thing that's sticking in people's mind is, you know, save yourselves from cannibals. Get a tattoo. Yeah. Because tattoos taste bad. Yeah. Do they? I haven't Apparently. seen it. You haven't seen it either. Me either. I mean, I, I have, have four. I have four tattoos, so four parts of me are protected. <laughs> I have no tattoos. I'm in trouble. I keep wanting to get a tattoo, but I've uh, never settled on one. I mean, I'm very highly considering getting the Die by the Sword logo tattoo. <sighs> yes. I need to do the connect the dots thing with my freckles. You'd be one big tattoo. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> Keith, you got any tattoos? I I have one on my right arm. And it was like the, you know, right when I was 18, I'm going to go be a man. Go get a tattoo. Of a butterfly? So <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Mermaid. band around my arm, but ah, yeah. Okay. It's a blue dot. It's the earth. <laughs> <laughs> from far away <laughs> but I've wanted to get a tattoo or some more tattoos as well but I can't find an artist here in the Metroplex that has the art style that I want so what art style are you looking for oh yeah what are you looking for like a super modern like anime character kind of stuff 
uh, new school. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff here is very old school um, tattoo parlors around Dallas. So mm-hmm. I don't think I want to. I haven't checked with them, but the uh, have you looked at the tattoo parlor on Cedar Springs? I think so. I think mm-hmm. I looked them up as well. Yeah. But I have I have a person on Instagram that's in L.A. that I would love to, if I could, you know, schedule it to go out there on vacation and meet and get a tattoo done. How big? Uh, it'd be my whole right. It'd be my whole left side, I guess, since the other one's oh, on the right. That's a, that's a couple of visits. You'd have to take yeah. a couple of vacations to L.A. I'll just do it for a couple of weeks. Oh, I like so that. Uh, yeah, they have to heal before they, they have can to heal start and then up. continue more. <laughs> oh, it's not like just, just a few days. Like I, I've got a couple of friends that have like full back pieces, and it was like a six month process. Oh wow! I take have... a couple of different trips out there. Yeah, one of them would be like a. We should do some hit up one of the cons out there, and then we all get tattoos. Heck <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Sweet. I do want to hit up a con at some point. It's been a while since I've been to one. And I did talk to that preserve Halloween fest. Uh Uh-huh. Perhaps next year getting a table to promote the show since we're doing a horror themed show fits in with the Halloween thing. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, that'd be badass. Cause, uh, I've not really been to many cons. I always wanted to go to Comic-Con when I was a kid, but now I'm like, it's a little big and kind of like, I don't know if I want to go to that now. Mm-hmm. I, who am I kidding? I probably still would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were cool the first couple of times that I went, but now I'm to the point of, do I really want to pay just to like get a selfie with a celebrity? Watch a couple of commercials that you can see later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I do like the like the vendor alleys mm-hmm. where they have all yep. the, the shops and stuff set up. That area is pretty cool. If I could just go and go to that and not have to go to deal with the rest of the people and all that stuff, I'd be happy. I have done D and D at QuakeCon and a few others. There, they're interesting. Mm-hmm. What if it's not a Comic Con? What if it is like a gaming con? Well, that's different. Like a a gaming con, then I would probably go to the different. Because they have like different tables and stuff to talk to the game producers and such. And they have sessions of, you know, gaming. Like Gen Con was a big one. So we're going to PAX is what you're saying. PAX would be a good one to go to. When when I was in Chicago. (laughs) When I was in Chicago. PAX was happening in Indiana, like just a couple hours away. And I really debated on whether I should go or not. Just jump in the car, take Gary since he was there and go. But uh, I think the entrance was a couple hundred dollars per person. Oh, Holy shit. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Where's the lower budget cons? <laughs> right. <laughs> Econocon. Uh, Econocon, yes. (laughs) That's in Gary, Indiana. uh... (laughs) Do we get a discount because we have two Garys on the show? Mm. (laughs) 10% off for every Gary. Limit three. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I, I need more of like the uh, Corpus Christi gaming convention type level. <laughs> yeah, I think that's our yeah our, our, our first level. Yeah, <laughs> Midland Odessa, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We Midland love you. <laughs> I know Waco does one. I just don't know what time of year it is. I can check in with them. <laughs> That's your house. Exactly. <laughs> I know the people. <laughs> I don't know if I know the people. I assume I know the people, but I probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listeners, if you have a con suggestion, shoot it to us. Yes. And tell us why you'd like to go. And why you'd like us to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just prison. They just want to send us right. to prison. <laughs> I want to see uh, these people locked away. Like what they did to Cabal? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us did something to Cabal. Yeah. Sir. Yeah, you had the bottom half, you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about hey. Gary killing him. <laughs> no, I, know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He, seen the he band, ran into man. my claws. He ran into my ten. claws ten times. <laughs> <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> but anyway, it's been you know two months since we recorded. Who remembers what the hell happened last time? We're gearing up to fight a crab monster. Crab yes, there was people, a- crab people. And we stuffed Cabal into a bag. And Diego <laughs> played with his Cabals. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Hefty balls, my Just- friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we talked to a shopkeeper. I have that in my notes. I uh, mm-hmm. have a... Now we're not kidding when we say it's been two months since we re- re- since we recorded. It really has been like almost exactly two months since we recorded. Halloween so, was yesterday. Yeah, so we are desperately trying to remember what happened. Mm. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, only there was a way some... to preserve what we did months ago. Oh, I mean, like listen to I our recording. Back, I went back and listened. I don't know if all of you went back and listened. I did. Not did which. I I did so that's why I know that I put that that Diego put Cabal's bottom half in the bag. <laughs> but where's his top half? Is it in the bag too? Diego didn't have that. You'll have to talk to Jobert. <laughs> <laughs> Just carrying around the head by the hair. <laughs> Just stroking. No. Like, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> He's got his arms around him like a backpack. You know, look like those Yoda backpacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, y'all did go after Chaubert had a brief ghostly encounter with Cabal. I decided to go stock up on stuff because um, y'all were going to go head to the mayor's office and thrash him pretty much. Because yeah, he needed it. For sending us in there all unawares. Yeah. Cabal basically said, no, you have to go get my body. <laughs> my sexy, sexy body. <laughs> I have to put sexy, it's, you know, it's sexy. It's about a two. 
<laughs> pieces. Well, it's in two pieces. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Cabal's in a two piece. And a biscuit. <laughs> uh, Diego's just making biscuits. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you went to the shop after that because Jobert said, you know, Cabal says we have to put him to rest. So we have to go get his body. Yeah. Y'all almost forgot to invite Grubert, but you remembered. Oh, yeah, we should probably invite <laughs> the new guy. <laughs> Imagine just a one character episode. Yeah. <laughs> he just gone. It could happen. On a it could happen. Spinoff podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> As he wanders from place to place, from game to game. <laughs> we, uh, is it like Quantum Leap? Yes. yes. <laughs> just oh, boy. The next leap will be the leap home. Uh, went shopping, stocked up on. Important yeah, got items, potions. got some potions and oils, things that can help you in this fight. You went searching through a couple of these other rooms in the the this temple. Found a body that had an, a note on it that was a little weird. And where was that note? It had to do with the um, stables we were in. Oh, yeah. It said a rider on the way or something like that, right? Yes. There you go. Uh, you found the cryptic note. It said rider on the way with effigy meet at old house outside of town for the exchange. And you did roll on it to recognize that it is the same paper that was torn from the cells ledger in the livery stable in Thrushmore. So you would assume that this guy that you just took this paper out of the pocket for is one of the whispering white members. Yes. I see something about a ceramic egg with a hidden Mm -hmm. seam. Yes. He also had the ceramic egg that had the, the seam that had the gag skull in the center of it. Just like the, the guy at the stable and Thrushmore did. So I don't know if y'all did piece this together. I think you did. Again, I listened to it, but doesn't mean I retained all of it. You'd assume that this was the the guy that's been missing from the the inn that had the room that was too neat. Oh yes. right, yeah, that's right. So if you hadn't figured that out, you're welcome. I gave you that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to you, listeners, not us, because we are always sharp and with it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Wait, what show is this? <laughs> so after that, you devised a plan to split up with the two of you that had the large animals to go through the main entryway and the other three of you to enter through the small door out of this little chamber. I believe there was a lever that was pulled. We started opening the wall and you heard that same alarm that you've heard before. So you know that the scion is on its way. Bring out your crabs. (laughs) Roll for initiative. 
It looks like the... Did I cast uh, Mirror Image? Because I've got six of six. I'm assuming uh, you did, because it's still yes. on there. Yep. Yeah, you according did. to the recording, <laughs> you did. And Diego sucks at rolling today, just saying. <laughs> oh, we're doing a plug change? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Who's yeah. playing plug this time? That'd be me. It's Gary with the plug. All right. Jenny, what did you get? I got 12. 12. Grubert. Seven. Seven. Chaubert. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Klug. Seven. Seven. Uh, who has the higher initiative bonus between Plug and Grubert? I have a plus five. Yeah, that'd be Grubert. All right. Okay, and then Diego. Nine. Nine. So see, you you did better than two people at least. <laughs> right. Y'all, we suck. <laughs> Turn up strong. Right. Okay, so I know that y'all pulled the lever in the main room here, so the wall has basically come down. So, Grubert, Havoc, Jenny, and Pablo uh, basically assume that the the wall that's right here doesn't exist. Okay. Chaubert, Plug, and Diego, I don't remember if y'all had opened the door yet or not. I think you did, but I don't remember. I think we did. I was doing stealth checks, if I remember correctly, to open the door. That's right. Yeah, so you you did stealthily open that door. So, that door is open. Alright, do we need a refresher of what this room looks like? Or do you want to get right into fighting the crab monster? Let's a quick a refresher, refresher. Just because yeah. it's been a while. Okay. So you see the hidden chamber behind the secret wall decorated floor to ceiling with disturbing carvings of devilfish, krakens, octopi, squid, and other bizarre sea life, as well as unsettling depictions of human women mating with strange fishmen from the sea. At the far end of the room, a semicircular pool of water stands before a large bloodstained altar. On the wall above the altar, a carving of a giant, unwinking, octopod eye gazes over the room surrounded by sinister twisting runes and as that wall opened those runes began those runes began to glow all right anyway you think we can crush this thing like uh, rancor in java's palace <laughs> no because it the wall came down not up right okay reverse of the crushing <laughs> Reverse of quick crushing is smushing. <laughs> All right. So the as the alarm sounded, the scion did appear in the center of that main chamber in front of the altar. And we are starting things off with Chaubert. All right. So I don't think we have done anything to our weapons or anything like that, right? So I think we're getting where we're getting ready to. Okay. We had prepared the potions uh, for, for for battle, but we have not right. not anointed anything. So we have, I think, Chaubert's thing was either, was it protection from evil and a line weapon, I believe. 
Mm-hmm. So he can't. <clears throat> I can only do one of those, right? Probably. Yes. Okay. I am going to go with protection from evil. I'm going to swallow that. Okay. So protection from evil. Reminder of what all that does for you. Plus two on AC and plus two on saves, I think, is what I have written down. Yes. Plus two deflection bonus on AC, plus two resistance bonus on saves. You're not under any charm effects at the moment. If you happen to be under a charm effect, you get an immediate extra saving throw. It also prevents you from being touched by evil summoned creatures until you attack it. Ooh, okay. Oh, so I can go in there and just be like, oh, no, 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 boo boo, son bitch. If it's summoned, stick your head in doo doo. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see. I'm not going to push my luck or anything. I'm really not going to go there yelling. <laughs> All right, Chaubert has taken his potion of protection from evil. So it's a standard action to do all of that because you had the potion ready. We'll say that. Okay. Did you want to move as well or are you good where you're at? Uh, I think I'm good where I'm at right now. Okay. Next up is the Scion. So its first action is going to be to seal the door that Chaubert, Diego, and Plug are next to and lock it. Oh, what? How do you even know it was open? A little key in his little, in his gigantic claw. (laughs) He puts on his little glasses so you can see the lock. (laughs) Oh, who left this open? (laughs) I'm going to catch my death a cold. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll say that is his action as he does that. So this door is now locked. Jenny. Okay, so I don't have any fancy oils, but I do have a wand of charm monster. Wait, did we find out that it mind effects don't work on this thing? I think you did because you did the research on it to yeah. find out all you could about it. Yeah, it is immune to mind affecting effects. So I'm going to. I'm just going to cat's, cat's Grace. Can I do that on myself and somebody else, or can I only just one one creature at a time? I believe that one is just one creature at a time, uh, unless there's a mass version of that one. Okay, yeah, this is not mass. So I'm going to reach behind me, grab McGruber, and cat, cast Cat's Grace. So, that is going to give you a plus four enhancement to dexterity. Boost his AC and saves. McGrubert. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anything else from Ginny? Or Pablo? She's going to whisper in Pablo's ear, and Pablo is just going to... Trot, do 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 here. 
He's he's slowly exiting. Slowly exiting the building. So as not to be caught in the crab claws. <laughs> Alright. Anything else? That's it. Okay. Diego. Okay, so... Diego... Is, the door is locked. Have we tried it? You have not tried Di it, but... Di you know this is the same thing that he did, he did before, which locked the doors. Okay. So... I'm not going to spend time busting through this. I'm just going to run around to the other door and go through the big wall. Okay. But... See, that'd be a 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. I have... Uh, Diego has a movement of 60. So you'd definitely be able to get all the way around. Uh, okay, so once he passes through that last doorway, I'm going to increase my size. Okay. And become the dire lion again. Big kitty. Big kitty. And that changes my modifiers. Let me readjust those real quick. And... Alright, so... With that, can I do any attacks since I... Because I, I, I think the... the Becoming the dire line actually takes my move, uh, or takes my takes my action. Yeah, that that would that's your standard action to change size. So you've yes. moved and standard action. Okay, so well, I'm prepared. I'm not going to block the door, so I'm going to move one step closer. Where's that? Okay. He's gonna get you. That's You're okay. I'm expecting it. In range. <laughs> Okay, so we'll just count that as one full move, and you grow as you're moving. Yes. Yeah. So as you go, he runs out of this room into the next room. He busts through as this giant cat. Do you no, say anything right? when you change, like Enoch, check or <laughs> make my monster grow or something? No, but I should should coin a phrase for it. it says no for the dire lion. <laughs> I like it. No. How about, how about this? this how about situation this? is dire. Here, kitty, kitty, and then just get bigger. Here, kitty, kitty. kitty. <laughs> Cat scratch fever. All right. Next up is Grubert. Time to see the okay. new guy in action. All right. So I think what Rupert is going to do is cast a resonant skin on himself. Sounds gross. <laughs> it says I coat my body with a uh, resinous substance protecting me from attacks and bind weapons. Just like resonant, is it like tree sap? You just roll around in tree sap? I think so, yeah. Something like that. What kind of bonus does that give you? It says I gain a DR5 piercing as well as a plus four circumstance bonus to my CMD against disarmed attempts on saving throws against effects that cause the you to drop something. Okay. 
that all would stack with your cat's grace bonuses as well. Ooh, and Diego will definitely like the cat's grace. Nice. All right, anything else from Grubert, now that you're all sticky? (laughs) And then I think we're going to have Havoc rush this guy. Okay. Havoc causing Havoc. (laughs) So so Grubert yells at him to charge, and he runs in for the gore attack. All right. Okay. Does a 24 hit? It does not. No? Okay, well, he whiffs then. Oh, no. He just starts splashing in that water that's around. <laughs> he just diverts from the path and just jumps in the water. Essentially, like, he... Because of how close that was AC-wise, I'd say he, he hits and makes contact. He just doesn't get past the shell. Got it. Okay. So he kind of bounces off. He's like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> All right. Next up is Plug. All right. So does Plug think he can smash through this door pretty easy or no? Mm. Like he's seen the door. He, What's the makeup of it? Like, It would take a little bit to get through this door. Okay. So he's going to then he's going to do the same thing that, uh, that our boy did and just run around out of this room, into the next room, through the door. So that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Ooh, what's his movement speed? Okay. 30 doesn't even make it there. But if he runs, that means he doesn't get an action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he's going to still run, though, and try to get in there. Um, so you can be ready to, to do something. Okay, so a double move from Plug to get him ready. Yeah. And then the action. Yeah, yeah, he's going to line up right by uh, the, mast- the Mastodon. Okay. So basically the front line is Diego, Havoc, and Plug. All right. There we go. That'll bring us back to the top of the order with Chaubert. Uh, let's see. Um, really torn if I should try to get in there and start doing something or if I should try to just align my weapon. Align your ranged weapon. Yeah, so I was thinking too is I might just align my bow. I'm not as good with it, but yeah, that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to align my bow. I don't know why it took this long to just stay away from the monsters. (laughs) Alright, so you are aligning your weapon. That'll essentially give you 50 pieces of ammunition that is aligned good. And for the listeners that don't know what that does... The aligned weapon, your your weapon is now considered good, so it'll bypass this creature's damage reduction to DR5 good. Aha. It's DR5 or DR10? Verifying. The R5, good. Okay. So you now have your aligned weapon. Yep. Anything else from Chaubert? Yeah, I guess he can move in here. He'll, he'll move into the same room, and he'll move by uh, Gruber. All right. 
Next up is the Scion. Uh, <laughs> he is going to attack the giant cat. Get by the tail. Don't step on my tail. That pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> you won't right. like me when you piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> two attacks going your way from two different claws. Oh, lovely. First claw. Natural 20. Ow. <laughs> it's going to hurt. To confirm. Okay, might not confirm. So, yeah, it's only a 19, so that won't confirm, right? It does not confirm, no. All right, sure, so like, just a hit. Get the bag ready. <laughs> <laughs> make, make room. That's 20 points of damage. Owie. That was almost max damage. Not gonna be taking a lot of these, that's for sure. Yeah. And second claw. Natural one. Oh. To confirm. Correct die. Twenty-eight. That is not confirmed. Alright. Oh. So the second one just misses. So it did. Twenty points of damage. Owie! for its turn because it has a nice little buffet right here in front of it. <laughs> Doesn't have to move. The buffet uh, arrived. It has. Alright, Jenny. Jenny is going to start casting. Starting casting. Yes. So she is over there saying wizard or sorcerer words. If not this is Utara. Uta Hagen. Uta Hagen Hagen Das. <laughs> so yeah, it's more like Ubi Hagen, the Hagen Das. There you go. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then is Pablo continuing to walk out? No, Pablo is going to look over his shoulder and see like the action, and he's just going to stare. Just kind of sit like down on his haunches. Mm-hmm. Get some popcorn. He, yeah, well, he, he he was sent out to keep him safe, but he's just looking at the goings-on and is just worried for his, his friend. Makes sense. All right. Next up in the initiative is Diego. Okay. Diego would have asked this actually of the uh, shopkeep. Uh, can he align his fists? Yes, if you have the oil, you, you sure can. I believe that we got three potions of uh, the oil, correct? You did. So I will align my fists. Well, I thought what we were going to do is give you the my bow staff since it's a plus two. What are your fists? Yeah, I do not have a plus on my fists. Although they so are they, magic. Considered to be magic. So, could could he ask for the stat? Because that was part of the plan. Yeah. Can, you didn't already have it? No. No, I did not. No. Can he use so it as a cat? He, yes. Yeah, I it's mean, a monk he's right, right there. And I, I know Jenny is casting, but 
got sure this totally just... wrong. When he Do changes we... into that form, that big form, I thought it was like changing into like a lion and not yeah, like I, are you, his hands. Are you able to use weapons in your... Oh, there's that oh, part, that's... yeah. Large oh, form. that's a good question. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. Let me check. yeah, let me check. Hold on just a second. No, I cannot. Well, then never mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then, yeah, uh, yeah, I will break the jar and align my hands. All right, so you can do that. Uh, is that <laughs> an action? That would be a standard action. Well, crap. Okay. All right. Yeah, hopefully, take one more hit. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take a step back or anything, or stay where you're at? see. Given the damage I took the last time, I'm going to take one, a five foot step back. And now that everybody's through the door. <laughs> yes. And Diego will say, give me a moment. Attack him. Now. <laughs> yes. Which is good that you did take the five foot step back because, uh, Applying an oil does provoke a tax of opportunity. Oh no! So, you took the five foot step back, so that prevents that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next up is Grubert. So, for Grubert's turn, I think what he's going to do is, since he saw his Mastodon run at this thing and it didn't do any damage, he's going to cast Animal Growth. So he's going to double Grubert's size and make him eight times his normal weight with some good bonuses. You mean Havoc size? Havoc, yeah. It sounds like a lot of Havoc, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we'll it have... and pushes Plug out through the wall. <laughs> Diego will look over there and say, at last, a fellow friend. <laughs> yeah, I think that would push Plug out of his space. <laughs> All right, so um, with with him being double, we're gonna give the slam attack. Okay. Da, da, da. Boys for boys. <laughs> so that is a thirty-five. That'll hit. All right. 1d8 plus 10. So it's 15 points of damage. 15. Now you do remember that he does take a little bit less because of the damage reduction. Right. So he takes 10 of that. Okay. But he still goes down. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is easy fight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wish. <laughs> okay. So Gruber has made a giant mastodon. Mastodon has finally made some damage way on the scion of the sea. See, it's so strong, he didn't even want to say it. He didn't want to say, like, we did any damage to it. He's like, you, you did something. <laughs> you did. Yeah. He did a little bit. <laughs> it's a flesh wound. <laughs> All right, next up is Plug. Uh, let's see. Plug is going to do a brawler's flurry okay so that is going to be let's see here we go 
First attack. Oops. Hold up, I was reading about it just to make sure I had it right. First attack is a. Oh, uh. 23. Misses. Okay. Second attack is a. 25. Misses. Oh, shit. And then the third one is a 24. Miss. Okay. So, Plug's just in there swinging away. Swinging <laughs> away. Got his, just missing. He's got a claw on his forehead, and Plug's just. <laughs> I will say you're close to the AC. You're very close to the AC. You just haven't quite hit it yet. Yeah. So, if y'all can do anything to lower this thing's AC, then that'll help. All right, that'll bring us back to the top of the order with Chaubert. All right, so Chaubert is going to fire off this thing, but first he's going to take a step back and a step up, and then another step up, so he's going to move 15 feet and fire at this creature. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be a... 29. That's it. Alright. That's 22 points of damage, and he's going to apply a debilitating effect of the, uh, what's it, minus 2 AC, what is it called? Uh, bewildered effect, as well as it's a bleeding attack for, so if he, ha- if he can do bleeding, if he's susceptible to bleeding attacks, It'll take uh, one point of damage around for each of my sneak attacks. So six points of damage, or five points of damage around. Five points of damage per round on his turn. Okay, and because you did align your weapon, all of that damage went through. Okay, next up is the Scion. So he will take that five points of damage. The one thing that you may have forgotten is uh, this creature has fast healing. So he heals every round. So originally we had done it to where if a creature gets any sort of healing ability that it would just stop the bleed. I saw in one of the forums today actually somebody house rules it that if the fast healing is not more than what the bleed damage is, it still takes the healing, but it takes that extra point of bleed each round. So like if you did six points of bleed, but it has five points of fast healing, he'd still heal the five, but he'd take that one point of bleed each round. Right. It doesn't completely stop the... So I think we're going to implement that going forward. Makes sense. But for this one, it's five points of bleed, fast healing five, so it completely negates it. That's okay. As long as it doesn't gain ground, we're good. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. His AC is slightly lowered. Let me put that in there so I remember. And let's see. He's going to attack the Mastodon now. Because he's the one that's done damage. He showed it. Two claws come in the Mastodon's way. Okay. Oh, he's taking one off a of Plug's forehead? It's, he done messed up now. It's <laughs> <laughs> another natural 20. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
with a natural one to confirm. So just a hit, not a confirm. <laughs> oh, whew. I like right. this mad swings. <laughs> yeah. Right. This I'm only hitting the extremes. It's like we're going to need a bigger bag. <laughs> For 15 points of damage. And the second claw is a 28. That does not hit him. 28 does not hit. Mm-mm, he has AC at 30. All right, so that's a miss on the second one. I'm pretty it's sure that's exactly dirt. that's exactly what I rolled on Diego as well. Oh, really? For the second attack. <laughs> okay. So next up is Jenny. All right, Jenny is finished casting. Mm-hmm. And she has summoned a celestial constrictor. Celestial Constrictor. Let's so see. it is going to appear here. So that is flanking with Plug. There, there. He's facing the wrong way. There's no facing. He's the trying right to open here. the door. <laughs> you just had that because snake on deck pull out. Uh, yes. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Its attacks are good, aligned. Oh, right. I said that right, right. It is good. I'm not sure if its attacks are considered aligned. Because special attacks under here, it says constrict and smite evil good. Let's see. Smiting good. (laughs) (laughs) Do, 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 do. Bear, bear. All right, so... Been a long time looking up whether or not this constrictor snake, because it's a celestial snake, can bypass the damage reduction. Found some conflicting answers. Saw stuff that if it's a good aligned summoned creature, that it can use its natural weapons, but then found stuff that said the celestial template doesn't change the creature's subtype. And it hurt my head, so... I'm just going with, it's celestial. It makes sense for it to bypass the damage reduction because it's a celestial being. So Excellent. It can so, bypass. Well, this is going to bite. Um, So it is flanked. So that lowers its AC. Mm-hmm. Did it have any other uh, AC lowering thingies? The one yeah, that Chauvert gave him. I've got a 22. Because it is flanked and because of Chaubert's AC dip. 22 hits. Sweet. Okay. Well, a couple things are going to happen. Um, it's going to do its bite. So mm-hmm. it's 1d4 plus 4. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Okay. That's 4 points of bite damage um, and then it's going to constrict because that's what it do. It's a constrictor. Okay, so that means it gets a free a chance to grab so it needs to make a grapple check against me. And that's my CMB or CM, I always, a CMB because I'm, I'm not on the defensive. Correct, and it, yours should have a grapple check already set up. Usually they do. I don't 
it says plus um, plus two CMB plus a uh, base attack plus two CMB plus five grapple plus nine. So it'd be a plus nine to grapple against my so, CMD. Okay, so whatever this is plus nine. Okay. Um, is twenty not natural? I'm gonna assume that's a no. Let me pull it up. CMT. No. Boo. Not even close. <laughs> well, he got a bite in. It did get a bite. Um, and be- <laughs> <laughs> it it, it, so it took the damage. <laughs> <laughs> took the damage. Uh, but it is not constricted. Okay. Pablo's still just sitting there watching the show. Pablo's getting jealous. There's a dire lion, there's a mastodon, there's a constrictor, there's a plume. Everyone's attacking, but he's just back there sitting. <laughs> is Jenny doing anything else now that she's the, the creature has been summoned and is attacking? Can I do something else? I mean... I think so, because it's not... both rounds count as casting the spell? No, you, you spent the full last round casting the spell, so now you're free to do something else now. Well, then I am going to cast another spell called Orb of Light Lesser. So, small orb of pure light shoots from my fingertips at the target. It's a ranged touch attack. Do I add the dexterity to that? Yes. So, plus two, plus... Anything else besides base attack? So five and two is seven. Base attack and dex for range. Yeah. Twenty-two. That hits. Sweet. So. Does the spell have spell resistance? The spell does not have spell resistance. All right, then continue. But it can do a fortitude save. So give me a fortitude save. 11. That is a fail. So it is going to be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, D8. Damn. So we've got 26, 33 points of damage. 33 points of damage. That was a big hit. You love, gotta love those 5d8 at 9 or higher. What type of damage? That's a great question. It just says Orb of Light, Instantaneous, Spell Resistance, No, Caster Level. Oh, excuse me. I'm. Actually, I'm gonna take away 8 points of that. That okay. was my highest roll because it's it's I'm not ninth I'm not ninth sorcerer I'm ninth overall so it takes away one d eight so twenty two points of damage yeah right Still a big what is hit. that I just added eight to the number That's okay uh, looks like he's also blinded for one round but cool. I didn't say that the type of damage it doesn't say it here either. It's just illumination, one orb of light, instantaneous. 
Hmm. All right. So. But it did not have the blindness on there, so thank you for including that. How many um, rounds? One round. Okay. So that lowers his ACC even more, right? Blinded. Blinding condition takes a minus two penalty to AC. Uh, minus four on strength and dex checks. And he has a 50% miss chance against any on any attacks that he makes. Okay. Big round from Ginny. Next up is Diego. Okay, so since Diego's now aligned his fists, he is going to go in and do a flurry of blows on the Scion. Okay. Well, that sucked. 18, miss. That does miss. That's better. I got a 20, so that's a 34. A natural 20? Yes. Roll to confirm. Get him, Diego. Uh, not a confirm. That's a 19. Not confirmed, but a hit. It is still a hit. Okay. Uh, so for that one, 16 points of bludgeoning damage. 16 points. Okay. Uh, does a 22 doesn't hit. 22 does because he's blind. Oh, cool. <laughs> he's blind and he's flanked and he's... Well, the, the he doesn't get the flank bonus because he's not directly across oh, oh, from wait. somebody. Yeah, okay. That's another 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And the final attack is probably going to miss. That is a 18. That does miss. Okay. So he got some hits in. That's okay. He did, and because you have aligned your fists, that all goes through. Alright, next up is Grubert. Okay, so Grubert is going to I think he's gonna cast Bearskin on Diego. So Bearskin will give you plus four enhancement bonus to your natural armor. Oh, nice. Thank you. You're very welcome. And then then we'll have Havoc do the slam again. Okay. Da, da, da. <laughs> All right. So let's see. 27. That's a hit. Okay. For 17 points of damage. So for 12 points of damage. Right. <laughs> All right, damage taken. All right, that's it for Gruber. Very good. Plug. Can Plug finish him off? Oh, let's see. Finish him off with your flurry of blows. That's what, uh... That's what Blow she him said. Finish him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first one, 23. That's a hit. All right, and then I'll roll the second one. It's 23 again. That's a hit. And third one. 
a 25. Also a hit, so three hits. All right, so that is... Thirty-nine points of damage from blue. Thirty-nine, and you have not aligned your weapon. Unfortunately, no, he has not. Okay. So he'll take fifteen less of that. It's but still a good blow, though. That's pretty still good. Still took some damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good blow, but not finished yet. He's still standing, but he's looking rough. And next <laughs> up is Shobear. All right, Shobear is going to kind of do the same thing he's been doing. He's going to take a 10-foot step in by Grubert and then up in front of Grubert. And he's going to fire into the, uh, the creature. Okay. So it's going to be a... Oh, dang. <laughs> Close. Oh, I almost rolled a 20. Damn. Uh, <laughs> so that is a... 31. 31 hits. Alright. That sounded like a lot of dice to count up. Yeah, is uh, 26 points of damage plus the debilitating injury. I'm going to do the same one. And then the bleeding damage, which is going to make him not do his heal thing. Well... Because you have aligned your weapon, all of that damage goes through, and this thing screams out in pain as it dies. What? Yay! Are you... Oh, my God. Okay, so it turns out when we actually think through the battle a little bit, and Gary tells us basically, (laughs) like, hey, you know, you guys can do other things here, then uh, we tend to do a little better. To be fair, we didn't have a giant mastodon. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but the the lining thing that we didn't think about was like a, a huge help for me at least because otherwise my attacks were not doing crap last time. So he, okay. He's he's a bad dude, but when you have all the right tools, you know, and you have all of your spells and you're not already down hit points. That's oh, true, I forgot yeah. about that too. We were yeah, we were pretty beat up already coming into it yeah because we fought people in the middle of the corridor and then in that room also yeah yeah nicely done okay so all of them have been avenged plug is right there and he's like he goes jenny summon the butter summon the butter So is your snake just like now, just like eating him? <laughs> yeah, it, yes, very slowly. Before like it goes back to heaven with all the other snakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it just it it. You see, light, strings of light just go back into Jenny's staff as it pulls it back into, uh, or sends it back to the celestial plane, and then all six of her duplicates fall in on each other, and. Pablo is uh, found a little ball that he's chasing. Do we have a name for the snake? Because it was just like a, a celestial one, I didn't really think of one, but we can come up with a name for the snake. Like, I have no idea. Serpentus. Let's hope it comes back because after, you know, you summon it back right before it's like start to chow down 
And you're like, it's like, oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even get my meal. I'm going to call it Connie because it's a constrictor. Connie the constrictor. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll see if we see Connie again in the future. We still have to bring back the crocodile. He helped sort of earlier, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did we come up with a name for him? I don't think we did. No, we didn't come up with a name for him. You just phone it in and Dental. call him Lyle. <laughs> Lyle, Lyle the crocodile. Yeah. I'm assuming the large creatures shrink down to size. Yeah, Havoc's gonna shrink back. <laughs> Dude, Havoc was... Man. That thing he don't is play. for real. He got, he got his name for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. Alright. So you've now defeated the Scion. You've collected Cabal's body. There's still two rooms in here that you haven't explored. Is is there anything odd about the room? Like, if you detect magic, could you see magic on the monster? Is it, Does it have any gold in its gullet? You don't really see anything like that on the creature. Uh, I don't think it really has anything on him. Yeah, Shobert's gonna walk up to the creature and just start kicking the shit out of it. Just... You son of a bitch, you took him from us. And just go into town just kicking it. <laughs> like Ralphie from A Christmas Story when he starts crying <laughs> and beating up the guy? Basically, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, if, if you did detect magic, you'd see some magic on like the runes and stuff that are carved into the altar. Which you would assume is a, a prayer to Dagon, basically scrawled out on the wall. Dagon, take me away. <laughs> Diego is still large, is going to say, For you, Cabal, you will be forever missed. And then he marks on the body. Oh, God. Dagon, <laughs> the... I might pee on it, yes. <laughs> I mean, this is seafood. Uh, is Diego like? <laughs> yeah, well, that one person we got bites. the spells and stuff from wanted to uh, wanted us to bring back some pieces of it. Yes, so we should bring back the claws. Yeah, the claws. Say, can we throw it on Havoc's back? Oh yeah, have him drag him back over there. Yeah. Okay. I say pieces, but I don't think she ever said what pieces. Did she? I don't remember. Spray the whole thing. <laughs> Can we drag it? Is, is it too heavy to drag the whole thing? I mean, it, it's it's really tri- heavy. <laughs> you got a triceratops and a mastodon. I'm oh, sure that's that true. You could rig something. She didn't say she wanted it pretty. And a she plume. Just wanted it. <laughs> yeah. You gonna hook him up to the to the plow or whatever? The yeah, just yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so do, y- do y'all want to explore the other two rooms in here, or are you just ready to go? Uh, let's just, I mean, it's just two rooms, and they don't look that, gra- that big, so we might find something. So yeah. let's go where Plug is. Plug is in the north, yeah. right Plug by the door. to the north. So yeah, Plug will open that I, door. Diego is going not going to re- reduce his size. He's going to wait outside the door just in case. All right, so you're still big cat still big cat just in case okay so I'll go in toward that north room yes sir very good 
So, Plug opens the door and sees a small room with a simple wooden bench against the far wall of the small chamber next to a pool of dark water. He also sees two humans sitting in there, waiting. They look shocked to see him. Who? Who are you? Where, where, where's the vicar? And we'll see you next time. <laughs> Wait, no, I want to know where the vicar is. <laughs> <laughs> where he at? I forgot about the group and say, where's the vicar?